perhaps you were struck as I was by the number of times when Jim was describing major events in his life. He used the phrase, you don't know me. It happened when he was turned down for bank loans. It happened when he was talking to researchers at an august academic institution. It happened whenever he proposed a business plan. It happened when he tried to get a book written. And whenever people said you couldn't do something, his internal and external response was, you don't know me. And I think really what Jim does is he does know himself. And because of that, an awareness of his inner self, his inner conviction, it enables him to go beyond the external negatives and all that is there. I was so struck by how he gave credit to his background and his childhood, the fact that his parents raised him with no sense of limits on what he could accomplish, that he got great advice from his grandfather, that he got great advice from Mr. R.W. Ross, and he treasures those memories. In other words, they're parts of his foundation, and he's never lost what that's all about, which is so powerful. He took a set of core findings about how people can become centered, how they can truly be in the zone, and was able to help people in so many areas and so many industries. It's incredible. In fact, 350 of the Fortune 500 companies have had people go through Jim's coaching. He's coached professional athletes in 10 different sports. He's traveled all over the world. And it's all about his attitudes and his findings that he's able to share with people. A couple of the things that, that I was so struck with was how he describes the first 60 months of life, that for a young child, they're entirely absorbed in the moment. There's not a lot of remembering. There's not a lot of forecasting about the future. In fact, that's when the foundation of what a child becomes is actually formed. Then as we get older, there's all of the regrets about the past mixed with some happy memories. And then there's the dreads and the concerns about the future until over time, only about 20% of our focus is actually being in the moment. And what Jim has shared with us, if we can figure out how to be in the moment more frequently, then we're going to constantly be in the zone. Uh, his score method is called self-discipline, concentration, optimism, relaxation, and enjoyment. So it's not about nose to the grindstone, be grim, grit your teeth. It's about relaxation, enjoyment, optimism, concentration, self-discipline that help us to always be in the zone. He's a real believer in breathing. In fact, the phrase that he likes is breathe like a baby. Slow the game down, clear your mind, relax the jaw, relax the shoulders, place your palm on your stomach, inhale, and a palm should come out, and exhale, pulling our stomach back toward our spine. And when we do that a few times, for 90 seconds in fact, the tension will actually melt away. And this is something you can see professional athletes sometimes practice as they intentionally breathe. Well, can't we all practice it too in everything that we do? It's such an important thing. When he talks about the importance of relationships and that 90-second rule, walk in the garden means walking among our associates and our colleagues and stopping for a minute and examining each person because it's so important. He's a real believer, obviously, in visualization. But what I've really loved is how he visualizes the end result and then works backward. So instead of saying, how can we get from point A to point B, he says, let's start at point B. What are the necessary steps to get back? And because he adjusts and adapts two of his three A's and the third A, but adhere to principles, then he's ever able to work that out in such a good way. Basically, Jim sold himself on himself and then became very intentional about doing that before going to bed. When he shared with me that those 30 minutes before we go to bed get replayed 15 to 20 times in our subconscious mind during the night, whoa. That is an important thought to help us remember before we go to bed. What do we want those thoughts to be that are repeated? He used a really interesting phrase. We better think about what we think about. 
particularly before we go to bed, and of course, first thing in the morning. And like so many of our other amazing guests, he realizes first thing in the morning that he is grateful, a person of gratitude, and can move forward in such a great way. Uh, his tombstone saying reflects his optimism. It's going to just have the word next, and I would imagine that there's an exclamation point. You know, most of our guests have not really shared their feelings about the larger world in quite the way that Jim did. But when he spoke about the difficulties that are underway right now in our society, the, the blaming, the lack of unity, the lack of direction, the sense of desperation, he said, we have become a nation of victims and judges, victims and judges. And he says, where are the champions? Champions are the ones that are just the best they can be. They have the pioneering spirit and they move forward in a really confident way. I'm inspired after listening to Jim Fannin to stop being a victim and to stop being a judge because I have been guilty of being both from time to time. And instead, remember, we've got much to be grateful for, much to be thankful for. Let's work by being in the zone and move forward in a way that can make a massive and positive difference. I'm going to listen to Jim Fannin more than once because it is such important information. Thank you so much for being with us on the Action Catalyst. Breathe deeply today of all that life has offered to you. Let's flush away some of the damaging memories. Let's move forward in a way that contributes and makes a difference. 